Welcome to Glory Days. A tribute to a time when rock stars roam the earth. I am Jumpin' Jack Chad. We start each episode with a beer and a bad attitude. Lots of bad attitude to go around today. So here's the beer. Cue it. Oh, that's a good one. It's all about the game. And by my side is my co-host, Mike. Fuck yeah. So obviously we're starting the podcast number, I think, 15. I don't even know. It's been two weeks since we even recorded. Well... Well, we would have had number sixteen, but you deleted it. And the irony is that the only time you you, ha- you weren't drunk during a doing a podcast and you didn't record it. Yes, Mike and I did a podcast. I think la- it wasn't last Sunday, the Sunday before, and it's lost somewhere in my computer, and I can't find it. In every podcast, Chad is pretty drunk, except for this one where he's <laughs> totally sober and he lost it. Right. And today, you asked how I was feeling. Was I hungover? I'm not hungover, but I don't feel like I'm ha- I have all the bells and whistles functioning you're like you're not chad 2.0 you're right. chad like 1.5 like i'm one marble short maybe more than one marble short of what would you be short marbles for i don't know i'm, I'm really confused but dude i i feel like i i typically operate at uh i've i rarely operate at maximum c- capacity which is the name should be the name of a band maximum capacity what do right you so we're gonna just go and listen to the motorhead station in the background as we talk to each other about the passing of yes. the, the great Lemmy Kilmeister. So I'm going to just go ahead and say it. I'm not a huge fan of Motorhead. What, dude? Why I, not? I know. I love the fact that Dave Grohl loves him so much, though. Dave Grohl really likes Motorhead and Lemmy. I mean, Motorhead is definitely... Is this Motorhead in the background? No, this is Judas Priest. This is the Motorhead. We're using Spotify, and this is the Motorhead station. Oh, because I was going to say, this sounds a little bit different, because Motorhead songs all kind of sound the same. <laughs> yeah. And that's the, that's the, that's the kind of the knock on them, I guess, is because a lot of that music is very similar. Um, I do remember they actually did the soundtrack to the movie Hellraiser. You ever hear that song? Yeah, because I was going through some of their songs, and it would say, from the motion picture soundtrack. Hellraiser. Yeah, which is super random. But I remember that. I remember when that song came out. It's kind of like docking with their dream theater time. Our but uh, Lemmy used to hang out all the time at the place that you went. The, the Rainbow. Yeah. Did you see him there? No, but that same night. Oh, yeah. So I was in L.A. We didn't talk about that either. This is the first time. Oh, that fuck. I we talked about that to, last time. Yeah. The first time I went to L.A. in my life. So you're saying, Chad, how can this be? You love everything heavy metal and bodybuilding. How is this the first time in L.A.? <laughs> you love everything bodybuilding? Well, the L.A. If you think about Los Angeles and, and Hollywood... You think of heavy metal, I do. Yeah, I think fi- of Jim fitness. Morrison and David Lee Roth, and I also think of Arnold Schwarzenegger, Muscle Beach. So, you know, those are my influences growing up. So I am fast forward like 100 years. Those are like I'm the man. worst influences <laughs> ever. <laughs> they are. They're the worst. Because uh, first of all, the bodybuilder is an image of a man that's larger than life. You can achieve that naturally. So here you are as a young boy trying to achieve something that you can't achieve. That's like saying your musical influence is like Gem and the Holograms. <laughs> So there you go. So I wanted to be a bodybuilder. And if not a bodybuilder, a rock star. Two very realistic, legit career moves right there. I'm surprised you weren't a big fan of Kane Roberts, who was Alice Cooper's guitar player for a while. Do you remember that dude? No. Just like ripped bodybuilding. Oh, yeah, yeah. He had like a gun guitar. (laughs) So cheesy. I don't know if you remember the movie The Lost Boys. Yes. I believe he had a song on the soundtrack for The Lost Boys. I don't know his name, but he was a sax player for Tina Turner. And he had a solo album or something. And this was like this Jack Conan looking guy had long hair. 
<laughs> complete bodybuilder playing a sack of Sergio. Sack. Yeah. What was the, what's Sergio. The, Fabio. No, but there was a sketch on SNL oh. of... Because uh, <laughs> I couldn't say Fabio. Uh, it's a, I can't even describe the sketch. Go on YouTube and Google SNL Sergio. It's so fucking funny. I don't think I'm going to do that, but uh, sure. Well, dude, anytime you say his name, this guy out of nowhere, wearing a... Uh, he's kind of ripped, wearing uh, with no shirt, wearing suspenders, will come through the wall like the Kool-Aid guy and start playing sexy sax solos to you. Oh, is this the guy he does it in the mall? He does... Oh, it's kind of like that. It, it, it looks just like that guy. Yeah, that is so funny. All right, here's see when you say when you say, go to YouTube and search something like if you send me something a direct link, there's a possibility I won't even click it. Yeah. And you want me to go to YouTube and search some random thing? I just if you maybe if you send it to me via text message, I may take the time to press it with my finger, wait for it to buffer, and then watch it. I just this is the society we've become. We're just so lazy. Oh, Mike sent me a video. I don't know if I have time to look at it. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> As I'm sitting on my couch, you know, masturbating for three hours straight. <laughs> I just don't have the time. That is true. That's you know, funny. you just can't make time for Mike's video that he wants to share with me for some reason. Um, which is dick. It's I was a dick I, move. I was gonna send you something. Total actually. dick. I discovered this show. It's been on. This is like, and it's on its second or third season. I discovered it last night. It Don't let me forget to talk about L.A. All right, all right well, we'll circle back. Right. I just want me to tell you quickly about this show. It's called Nathan For You. Have you heard of this show? No. It's on Comedy Central. It's about this guy who has the worst business ideas ever, but he tries to put them into action. And so he'll go to local businesses. So there's a guy... I don't know, I don't know if this is going to sound that funny, but it's like right up my alley. So, so this, this whole this whole show is about him having really bad ideas. Yes, but he's like really serious and deadpan about them. So this guy has a coffee shop. It's not doing good. He goes... He sits down with him. He's like, I'm a business consultant. My name's Nathan. I'm going to help you. Like every episode. Here's the deal. The problem is you're not getting enough people is you don't have enough brand recognition. So why don't we take a brand that has a lot of recognition and we'll, we'll parlay that into getting you recognition. So what is the most successful uh, coffee companies like Starbucks? He's like, exactly. And under parody law, you can use the Starbucks logo if you're making fun of it. So I propose we open <laughs> a, a store called Dumb Starbucks. <laughs> Dumb Starbucks. And he did it. And it got blew up and it became huge for like several days. Dumb Starbucks. Like you should, like I was covering all the news. Like, and, and they got like a line out the door. And everybody thought it was like Banksy, this like performance art guy. And it was like this guy who did the show, got all this exposure. And it would have stayed open, but uh, eventually he doesn't know how to run a coffee shop. So he didn't meet any of the health codes. So basically, it's he. He's an event planner, so he has one really big no, no. day. <laughs> so no, so he did that, yes. and then another one was like, oh man, I can't even tell you. Okay, this one's really funny. He goes to this hot dog place. It's called like Pink's Hot Dogs. It might even be in LA, and it's like very successful. And he uh, studied the place, and they show him. He's like, so I went to this hot dog place. It was very successful to see how I could help them improve. And it shows them. You know, I went there undercover. It shows them waiting in line wearing a motorcycle helmet, <laughs> like waiting in line. <laughs> and then he meets with, with, with an obvious camera. Yeah, and he meets with the owners. He's like, I, I, your, your, your you know, business is great, but I think I have an idea how to make it better. A lot of people are waiting in line. You need to give people who are in a hurry the ability to butt in line. That's my business idea. And they're like, well, I don't know. He's like, no, look, I spent all night. I came up with these four excuses. If, if anybody meets any of these four excuses, <laughs> they're allowed to butt in line. And so it was like, you have a doctor's appointment. You're like pregnant and you're about to do It was like four like just ridiculous reasons. And so this one guy... And so it shows him. He's, like, monitoring the line. Does anybody have the, any of these four reasons you can butt in line? And this one guy's like, yeah, I do. And, and people legitimately had, like, doctor's appointments. 
at one point he would check up on the people, so he'd make sure they had an actual doctor's appointment. <laughs> this one guy, he wasn't sure about, but he gave him the benefit of the doubt. Because without consequence. Well, this is this is this is this is the genius of the show. <laughs> the guy goes and butts in line. He's like, "Yeah, I have a doctor's appointment." He's like, "All right, sir, you can butt in line." And he's like, "Well, do you have any proof?" He's like, "No, uh, but I had this one at three o'clock." He's like, "All right, well, I guess you can butt." So the guy butts in line, and then he's like, and then he's like, with a voiceover, "Well, I wasn't really sure about this guy, so we decided to follow." <laughs> so he hops in his car and he's like tailing this guy, and he follows him to a movie theater, and he's like, "That guy's fucking lying. We got to make an example of him." So he, he, he's like, using the guy's license plate number, every one of his things, by the way, is super elaborate. It's like well, way overthought. Like, using his license plate number, I tracked him down. I called him. I said I was from the hot dog place and that I was going to give him a free prize. So he goes, hello, sir. I'm calling from Pink's Hot Dog. He's like, yeah. He's like, you are our 10th million customer, and so you get a free uh, lobster dinner at sea. Like, the guy's like, really? He's like, yes. So then he, he like, rents a boat, does this whole labyrinth thing. And so the guy's at sea and thinks he's going to get a lobster dinner. And then he goes to lift the, the lobster. There's nothing there. And he goes, sir, actually, we're here for a much more serious issue. I found out you didn't have a doctor's appointment. I went, and, and then he, like, moves this curtain. And there's, like, the four people that he put in line in front of. <laughs> and they were serious, like... Yeah, I mean, what the hell was that, dude? We were waiting for like a half hour to get hot dogs, and then you just butt in line, and you didn't have a doctor's appointment. He's like, are you serious right now? This is happening? He's like, no, we're fucking serious as shit. He's like, sir, I need you. Your penalty is just, I need you to take this piece of gum. And the guy reaches to uh, get a piece of gum. It's one of those shocker things. Yeah. He's like, that's your penalty. <laughs> anyway, point is, it is the most ridiculous. Sh- like, it's, I can't even describe it. You just did. I don't know any of this music we're listening to in the background. It sounds terrible. It's like it, progressive rock. It's like something James would listen to. It does sound terrible. <laughs> so the reason why we have it on the Motorhead channel is because Lemmy died. Yep. You know what? He was 70, though. He's no, he was no 48 like Mr. Wyland. Yeah, and, and he lived like Hunter Thompson. Like He died of cancer. Yeah, and it, was like, it wasn't like he had cancer for a long time. It was like he got cancer like, during a weekend. He was dead. Right, so the weekend that I went out to L.A. to surprise my buddy Keith. His 40th. Which is awesome. There we go, Ace of Speeds. There we go, Ace of Speeds. Yeah. Uh, it, was an, it was an amazing trip. It was very short. I went, I left on a Saturday morning and came back on a Monday. So I live in D.C. So that's, you know, D.C. to L.A. in like a day and a half. And we did go to the Sunset Strip. We went to the Rainbow Room. And that night, I missed Sebastian Bach doing a tribute. Not a tribute, but a, I guess, it was Lemmy's birthday that night. Yeah. Same yeah. night as Keith's. So his birthday party was at the Rainbow Room restaurant. And I just missed meeting Sebastian Bach by 30 minutes, probably. And I found out through his Instagram that he was there the next day. He posted he did a Lemmy tribute. His oh, yeah. 70th birthday. It was his uh, 70th birthday. 70th birthday party. On the podcast, we talked about the one that we, you deleted. We talked about how you're like... <laughs> Let me check on the Sebastian Bach. The by the way. While you were like, fuck, I just missed Sebastian Bach because you were following him on Twitter. He was looking at his Jumping Jack Chad Twitter account like, fuck, I just missed Chad. He's at the <laughs> rainbow. <laughs> Yeah, right. He said the same thing. He was like looking at my feed. And he's like, oh, shit. I, yeah, shit, dude. I just miss Chad. I don't know why he has that accent. <laughs> I don't either. That's my rocker accent, dude. He's, no, man. He talks like this. I'm Sebastian Bach, man. And also, when else Chad, I, said I can't is, believe I missed you. I know you and I have been in search for modern day rock stars. Rock and roll isn't dead. It just lives on the Sunset Strip. It's, uh, it's there. It's still there. It's still so there. It's kind of it. a... But it's kind of like a museum of sorts, a living museum. 
because we went to the Whiskey A Go Go to see a Van Halen, Van Halen tribute band called or, oh, Atomic Punks, the Atomic right. Punks. And after a few, I mean, they were great. After a few beers, you squinted, you squinted your eyes. It felt like it was 1977 all over again. Because a tribute band, you know, they try to look, act, and sound just like the band. In this case, it was Van Halen. And they sounded great. I can't remember. So the guitar play was sick, right? Yeah, I can't remember the last time I was, you know, from you to me away. From me to you. Yeah, yeah. Away, watching somebody that awesome on guitar. That's awesome. It's like, wow. Was he playing the... I mean, he wasn't as good as you. Well, dude, I'm I'm no no, uh, shredder. Right. But it was pretty amazing. But it was kind of, you know, it's kind of a here you are at the whiskey when Van Halen actually started there. And fast forward, or not, it wasn't really that fast, I guess, 30 something years. And now there's a tribute band in the same stage that the actual band was there. It was kind of a parody of itself. So it was sad at some level that I'm sitting here. It's like, ah, that's where Jim Morrison was. And now I'm watching a tribute band to Van Halen. But it was great. So you have a few beers, you're having a good time. I, I loosened up and I had a great, I had a great evening. We went to the Viper Room. Afterwards, there was live band karaoke, and I begged the guy walking around with the iPad if I can get up there to do my Scott Weiland tribute, but it was too late in the evening. I guess LA shuts down at two. That's lame. I know, right? We were just getting started, too. I feel like we were just getting started. I, you know what? It was a good thing. It was, it was coming to an end in retrospect. I heard that the original lineup of Guns N' Roses is going to be, that's the band that's reuni- reuniting. Is this true? I heard the, I heard the original is, members. Are we doing my segment? I don't know. We can do it. All right, we're doing uh, the Mike segment. Mm, here's the segment. Mike talks about Guns and Roses. It's the segment in which Mike talks about Guns and Roses. Thanks, Chad. You're welcome. Here's the deal. Here's what's going on. Here's the latest update. We got a lot of different moving pieces going on. A lot of rumors out there. Uh, where should I start? I'll start with Axel himself. Okay, Axel himself. Well, you want to know what's going on with Axel? Several things. Number one, Axel is going to be on Jimmy Kimmel Live on Tuesday. That is two days from now. So, Chad, you have to edit this podcast. I'm gonna I'm just putting down music right now. Okay, uh, you're gonna have to get this shit up so people, we can, the five people that listen to this, will know that they have to watch Jimmy Kimmel live. This is a live update to the podcast. It is Tuesday night, and Axl Rose canceled on Jimmy Kimmel. What a douchebag, dick move. Fuck you, Axel. I kind of knew this was gonna happen. I just felt it. I knew it was gonna happen. Uh, now I'm skeptical it'll ever happen in the reunion. You couldn't make it to Jimmy Kimmel. How are you gonna make it to Coachella? How you going to make? All right, here we go. Because he's going to make an announcement about the the reunion at that time. But Axel also, uh, he doesn't use a Twitter that much. I follow him on Twitter. He tweeted out, "Nothing has been confirmed except that I love Taco Bell." Happy New Year. So that was that was what Axel put on Twitter. Meanwhile, the rumors are there's a bunch of them. One is that it's going they're going to headline Coachella. So is that a form of? It's a music. It's a chocolate peanut butter, right? Coachella? Yeah. I have no idea. It's like a chocolate spread. Coachella. Are you talking about Nutella? Oh, maybe that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, I don't... Coachella's like a music okay, festival. So co- well, is it Coachella? Yeah, yeah. Can you, just, can you spell that for me, please? Uh, can, uh, what's the origin? Can you use it in a sentence? Are we at a goddamn spelling bee? Coachella. Why don't you try entering it into, uh, you know, your uh, text on your iPhone, and it'll change it to, like, fucking, like... Coachella. yo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, proceed. Um... And so the word is that they're going to headline there, and then, the, and then they're going to go on a 26-date tour around the country, stadium tour, football stadium. The question is, who is going to be in the band? So the latest I heard, I've heard several different things, but one was it's going to be Axel, Duff, and Slash, for sure. Like, they're going to be part of this. 
And so it's going to be a partnership with those three. But then in addition to them, you have the two guys who have been in Axel's newer band, which is Frank Ferrier, who plays drums, and Richard Fortas. Are you taking notes on your kazoo? Yes. <laughs> Chad's holding a kazoo and, and <laughs> acting like he's writing notes in the air. <laughs> um, and then, but then there also there's talks of like Izzy will show up for some shows, and then they're going to try and get Steven Adler involved in some way. Maybe he just does like a few songs, but he's so unreliable. You know, he's such a drug addict that it's like if he is going to be the full time drummer again, you can't. They can't just off the bat give it to him. He's got to like earn it and show that he can be sober. What's he going to have to do to earn it? Uh, is there well, be a play one or two songs for like a year or two, and not get fucked up. And then, like, okay, well, maybe you can do, like, half the show now. And then, like, you know what I mean? Oh, okay. Also, I think. So you're saying bring him on tour and see what happens. We always have the backup drummer. So basically, we have two drummers. You have, a real, you have the main drummer, and Steven Adler is not the main drummer, but he can play some songs. You can't depend on him. He's too much of a fucker. Right, so I'm right when I said they're going to bring two drummers. Yeah. Maybe three, though. What if Matt's... Like, it's like third-string quarterback. Exactly. He's, he's called McCoy. So we'll see what happens, um, but that's the very latest as of like today. What's today? December, January? January, like it's early January. First was Friday. So it's like the third? The third. Yeah. January 3rd. 2016. We're, we're really on it. 2016. Matt Swarm posts a lot of pictures of himself with Lemmy. Yeah. So apparently they were pretty close. I guess they hung at the rainbow a lot, probably. Lemmy, they're having a tribute to Lemmy at the rainbow. You should go back. When is it? It's like coming up at like next week, I think. I don't know. It was on, I saw it on Twitter. Well, I have a bit of my own news, and it's kind of tied to the Guns N' Roses news. So Tuesday night, yeah, he's gonna go. Axel's gonna go on who? Jimmy Kimmel Live. Now, what kind of Axel are you expecting? What are you I expecting saw a picture. I saw a recent picture of Axel, so I know what he looks like. He looks like he's fifty years old. Okay. He's a little bit chunky. Gotcha. Um, Is he doing a little weird? Oh. His face looks a little bit strange because he's had, he's, but it doesn't look. The, he, he he obviously never got Botox again. Like he got it like that one point, like in time it was like early two thousands, and, and then, then he, he didn't get it again. He didn't get it, but his, his face is like pretty flushed out. Part of me is like, I wonder if he's an antidepressant, or he just drinks a lot of alcohol. But he seems to be a working out. Like some lady took a picture of him, or jo- or both. Yeah, you know, maybe he's drinking. He's hey, I fit I fit into that fucking mold, dude. <laughs> um, and so. He, he the, I guess the question is, looks-wise, he's going to look a little bit bigger. You know, he's not going to be like this heartthrob-looking dude. But I really don't give a fuck about that. I'm just curious, like, vocally, when I saw him last, in the, in the past couple of years, he's resorted to using this Mickey Mouse falsetto instead of using his full voice when he sings the higher register. And so is he going to be like, is Axel going to become a, sh- a sh- shitty singer? Is he going to maintain, like, because there's people that don't age well, but then there's people like... Steven Tyler can still sing as good as he's ever sung ever. Did you see Steven Tyler? His, there's a YouTube video circulating now. Because he does country? A street performer was doing an Aerosmith song, and Steven Tyler happened to catch it. He came up behind the guy and started singing a duet with him. Are yeah. you serious? Yeah, just some young street performer. Hey, can you go? I will. Okay. Not right now, Mike. We're, we're kind of in a little... In post, right? in post-production. Post-production. Okay. I'm kind of comfortable sitting here in this chair. Totally lost my train of thought. So did I. I don't uh, remember. Hold on, let's get back to it. Steven Tyler. What was I? We were talking about. I was talking oh, about singers, Axel. singers who can still sing. Yeah. There we go. We got back to it. Good. I never really liked Scott Weiland's voice, actually. Hey, by the way, Slash did a tribute to uh, Scott Weiland 
at a recent show. I watched a video of it. He played the song called Sucker Train Blues. I guess it was a VR song. Yes. And he dedicated to Scott. And then he did a, a tribute to uh, Lemmy, and he played Ace of Spades. So, uh, I saw that during some research. I was uh, researching rock and roll news, and I was going to pull up the Slash video of him doing a tribute to Lemmy. Yeah, you should have. All right, I'm going to open up this next one for you. Uh, hey, everybody. Happy 2016. Thanks for sticking with us to Glory Days, this amazing podcast that we put together here in the basement of my uh, D.C. apartment. Yes, you do. It's a really, yeah, it's a really good, good, it's a really good podcast. And I think we do a great job here. I don't know what kind of voices we're trying to do, accomplish right now. Let's play catchphrase. All right, how do we play that? Actually, I'm not done. I have my own news that's tied to Guns and Roses. It's going to be life changing to a lot of people. I'm going to lay down on the couch if that's okay and slip, yeah. slip into something a little bit more. No, no, might take you on some Chardonnay. Uh, All right, got some news. Go for it, bro. Real serious news. All right, so. Tuesday night, Axl Rose is going on Jimmy Kimmel to announce the Guns N' Roses reunion. And a strategic move by me, Vanilla Shake, a.k.a. Jumpin' Jack Chad, Chad Raymond, the guy you know, host of this podcast. I'm also going on to announce, you guys heard it here first. Maybe not, because I might release this after Tuesday. You ready? The $5 Shakes are reuniting. Oh my God, are you serious? They are going to have their two-year reunion, uh, two-year anniversary of the seven-year reunion show. Oh show. my God, that's bigger than Guns N' Roses. Let me news. just rewind. It's the two-year. I got two words here: anniversary and reunion. It's the two-year anniversary of their seven-year reunion. The two-year anniversary of the seven-year reunion, reunion show, show. show. I think you need to tell the audience about the five-dollar shakes uh, for those that aren't in the know. Elevator pitch. Elevator pitch. Uh, $5 Shakes is a bunch of guys who lost their will to live. (laughs) And they found themselves together via Craigslist. And it was kind of like, if you like pina colada, because this guy named Jean-Claude Van Dutch Apple, he's the bass player. He answered my Craigslist ad in search for a rock and roll desert Quentin Tarantino style band. That's something I may have worded similar to that. Who wouldn't want to do that? So you had a vision for this band. I did. It was called, I already had the name, the $5 Shakes based on the Quentin Tarantino movie. And the idea was to play music that I would think Quentin Tarantino would s- select s- 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 select for the $5 Shakes. So that was, that was kind of like the song selection. It was like, Quentin, would he, would he choose this song? Because he's a great song chooser for his song tracks. Agree or disagree? I agree. Chooser? He always picks the perfect song. He d- Yeah, he does. Especially, well, I mean, yeah. His song selection is impeccable. It's up there with... Uh, you know, John Hughes, some 16 Candles. What? So the pina colada stories where Jan was the only person that answered. Well, he was the first person to answer the ad. But he was the only person in the band of Five Dollar Shakes that I didn't know before that. Matt, I found out, played guitar. Like, Matt plays guitar. And then I was like, my friend Mike plays drums. So he probably wouldn't be into, like, four guys doing stupid music dressed as gay cowboys. And apparently he was really into it. <laughs> So Mike was all into it. I was like, I was, I don't remember, maybe I didn't know Mike as well as I know Mike now, but for some reason I thought Mike would resist the silliness of my idea, but he was all on board. He's a huge proponent. Loved it. So there we are. We had the $5 shakes. Four guys with the only goal. I think you got to keep your goal, your goals small and achievable. Then you get some momentum. You shouldn't set lofty goals, like rehearsing once a week. That's a lofty goal. Yeah. You know, rehearse. When we feel like it. 
that's was so we were rehearsing we felt like so it. Real, realistic <laughs> the whole thing was just fun yeah so uh we got together with the, we just want to play for free beer and before you know it, we had some shtick and outfits and we became i guess popular right where's this an album popular i mean when i say popular people came out to see us you know like we'll say between 20 and 50 people came out to the show was this albany yeah troy albany that area so you know you got four you got four guys on stage who don't really care and we actually were hoping that Matt would rig a string from time to time, so we go into break into a disco moment. We just have disco music on hand, and we'd play it, and we'd all disco dance until Mike fixed his string. That's, That's a lot of pressure. Oh, Matt, fixing Matt. your. It is. You got like two songs to do it. It's like, hey, Matt, you got two songs to fix your string, dude. That's be plenty. <laughs> That's like six, seven and a half minutes right there. So you guys did a reunion show a couple years ago. I remember you played. What did you play in DC? Yeah, we. I opened up for myself. Yes, you opened you for know. DC Flow with and I DJ'd. It was like that was fun. That was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun that night. That was probably one of our better shows. Yeah, it was packed. Yeah, the we played at Velvet Lounge, right? Yep, the stars aligned at the Velvet Lounge on New Street in Washington D.C., where my old band, the Five Dollar Shakes, opened up for my current band, DC Flow, and I DJ'd. So it was like being John Malkovich. Malkovich, Malkovich, Malkovich. Malkovich. You saw that. You saw that. Was that the one where my friend opened? My friend Steve? No, I. Th- mm, I think maybe. No, that was a different one. That was a great show too. Yeah. Remember that they had like the rappers? Yeah. The hip hop artists. Chrome Bills. They were great. The rappers. Do we say rappers still? I don't know. I don't know what the correct term is. I have to talk to Batman. Is that politi- politically correct? I don't know. I, don't I saw the preview rappers. for Batman versus Superman though. So yeah. you guys are playing a you're playing a reunion show in LA or San Fran? Uh San Francisco. That's awesome. Uh, I'm gonna say June 9th or tenth. It's also Matt's birthday. Are you guys gonna rehearse at all or no? Well we're gonna rehearse at home. Gotcha. That's awesome. So it's going to be like... And then we're going to get together and rehearse probably, hopefully, twice before the show. Gotcha, gotcha. Like last time. Like last time. So these are... It's less about the tightness of the music. It's more about the energy and the experience and the fun. Yes. And the festive atmosphere. Festivus. For the rest of us. Who else are we going to talk about here? Um, I did see the tre- preview for Batman vs. Superman. Oh, man. Um, which okay. is stupid. Because, like... I think we talked about this before. Okay, so the title of the movie, Batman vs. Superman, leads you to believe that the whole movie is Batman fighting, fighting Superman. That's not the case. Wonder Woman shows up. Yeah, Wonder Woman. What the fuck? And apparently there's some bigger, badder power that they all need to unite against. Who so I've never not- heard of. I've never even seen this guy. He's just out of nowhere. They're just like somebody that's some CGI monster. Oh, those are the worst kind, though. But Lex Luthor's in it, and it's played by that guy who was in the Facebook movie. I forgot that guy's name. Oh, yeah. Mark Zuckerberg. Yep. No, that's not the actor. That's actual <laughs> the actual Facebook. So guy. you're saying Mark Zuckerberg is playing Lex Luthor and Batman versus my heater just kicked on. Can we hear that? Yeah. No. What I'm saying is Mark Zuckerberg is Batman. Right. No, he's Lex Luthor. Yes. Mark Zuckerberg is Lex Luthor and Batman versus. That's, uh, no, I'm not saying that at all. Mark Zuckerberg is the actual Facebook, I think, owner. The actor has a different name than Mark Zuckerberg. The actor that played Mark Zuckerberg has a different name. I forgot his name. He's in some movie about magicians and something. I don't remember his name. You've seen him? Dude, no, I have to fucking look this shit up. Dude, right. I get OCD before every movie I see. I'll see, like, a movie preview. And I'll be like, what's that actor's name? I can't, I can't like, enjoy the movie unless I know that, like, that fucking actor's name. And I have to take out my iPhone, and then everyone gets annoyed, and it's just... You're just a you're a pleasure. You're uh, a pleasure to have around. Um, let me look up Facebook movie. But um, dude, I think that it's bullshit. I think that basically Superman would kick the fuck out of Batman. 
Even though I hate Batman. I mean, I hate Superman. He's so lame. Let's make a superhero that has all the good powers. And the <laughs> it's so boring. It's like, and then the only thing you can stop him is random rock from a different, different uh, planet. That is like the least creative thing ever. Galaxies away. This is the only thing they can stop this guy is a rock from his home planet. Although I do like the fact that um, they make him has. like he's an alien from another planet. He's just a different t type of gravity. Like that's kind of creative, but um, I don't know, dude. All right, this guy's name is Jesse Eisenberg. He's playing Lex Luthor. Jesse Eisenberg. Oh, yeah, I know him. He played uh, the guy in Facebook in the movie. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Christ, Christ. <laughs> You're like my mom. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Yes. I'd say like 40% of the discussions I have with my mom on the phone turn into me yelling or her switching phones five times. Wait, I can't hear you. Let me switch the phone. Hold on a second. Click. Can you hear me now? Yes, okay. mom. I can hear you. New segment. All right. Chad and Mike play catchphrase. Do you want the 90s, the 2000s, the 2010s, the 70s, the 80s? I want 90s? the 80s. You want the 80s? All right. Here we go. What is this? Some shit you got for Christmas? I just go. All right. This artist used to sing spoofs of popular music. Weird Al Yankovic. Correct. Hit the next button. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what hint to give you. Um, I, I oh, fuck. I don't know. Is it the sequel to uh, uh, Archie Bunker? The sequel to Archie Bunker? Yeah, wasn't there like another TV show after that one? I don't know. Is it Maud? Mama's Family. Oh, Mama's Mama's. That's family. not a catchphrase. <laughs> All right, this is the apparatus you would use in the 80s to listen to music uh sony walkman yep oh snap i think I don't something know. that you would say a valley girl would say something a valley girl our would surfer say. would say what's up dude uh nope <laughs> <laughs> totally awesome close first word right totally yeah. Oh, totally awesome 80s? Not awesome. Another word. Hey, totally awesome. Totally tubular. Close. Totally radical. Yep. Nice. This is not entertaining at all for people listening, but fuck it. Okay. He had a talk show. It was kind of like a bad talk show. Oh, uh, I know who it is. It's uh, Phil Donahue. <laughs> yeah, kind of, but... More controversial. Had a lot of white trash. Oh, you talking about Jerry uh, Springer? Yeah, that's not eighties. Uh, the first one. There was a different one. There was one before him. Oh, Ger uh, Geraldo Rivera. Geraldo. Nope. All in that. All in that vein. Montel Williams. Nope. Uh, Morton Downey Jr. Yes. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! I got that right. Zero help from me. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. The moment you've all been waiting for. The segment called Name That Tune. With a new theme song every week. Mike on the guitar. He's going to play us the new theme song that he's going to come up with right now. Go. Can you name that tune? Yeah. 
Can you name that tune? Oh, yeah. I'm going to play a song. Name that tune. Oh, name that tune. Oh, yeah. Woo! Name that tune. All right, bring it. Are we, gonna right. do, are we doing lyrics again? Uh, I hope no, not. Gonna, no, because you don't like it. Well, I'm just not good at it. All right, here pick, we go. Words mean nothing to me. Welcome to Name That Tune. Welcome. You're going to know. You're going to know the artist. But okay. I think I know the song. Soundgarden Pretty News. Wait, you forgot the, uh, the, the rules. I know, but I just, it's a good song. Dick. So now I'm going to have to turn your mic off next time. Okay. For a punishment. Okay. Because you're dead. I can handle it. Can you handle it? Ah, ha, 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 ha. Fuck. Yes, Soundgarden. Pretty noose. Badass song. Oh yeah, dude! I had that uh, that record, <clears throat> downward. Uh, what's it called? Down on the upside. Yeah, with that song and the other song was uh, there was a couple hit singles on that song, on that record. There's another one that's I like even more. I forgot the name of it though. Yeah, I like this song too. I like the earlier Soundgarden. Well, this is like later Soundgarden. Is it? Yeah, yeah, for sure. This is after the Super Unknown record. Wow. I saw them open for Nine Inch Nails. I think, and they were Nine Inch Nails were amazing, and Soundgarden was eh. They're okay. They weren't that great, but I mean, Nine Inch Nails is so good. It's hard to how the fuck do you open for them? You know. All right, song number two. It's one of my favorite albums. Yes, I had to turn Mike's mic off. I adored this album. Really? Mike, do you know what it is? Hold your hand up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check, 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 check. Can you hear me? Yep. I know it's definitely Alice in Chains. It's on the record Dirt, I think. But I, I don't know the name of the song. But I've heard it a lot. It's off the acoustic album Jar of Flies. Oh, oops. The song is I Stay Away. Yeah, I remember that. We've talked about the 90s a lot. See, I was a huge Alice in Chains fan. I liked them far, far more than I did Nirvana, ever. I was a huge, huge, huge Alice in Chains fan. I was a lukewarm Nirvana fan. Uh, I liked. Uh, I was definitely more a Nirvana fan. I saw Nirvana play; they were awesome when I saw them. I saw them play at the Bender Arena 
And uh, the, uh, oh, what's the name of the band? The Breeders open for them. They're great. I do like Alice in Chains a lot, though, too. I think Alice in Chains are great. Alice in Chains are definitely more metal. Uh, Nirvana's definitely more like... Punk rock. Yeah, more punk, but like very poppy. Nirvana has a lot of really catchy hooks, I think. But uh, fucking Alice in Chains, man, they have a really haunting sound. It's because of the, the uh, harmonies that they do. The vocal harmonies are really like kind of spooky. Hey, I'm Mike. Yeah. Can I trust you? Do I have to turn your mic off? You can trust me, Chad. Are you sure? Uh, yes. I don't know. I'm a little bit hesitant. I'm a little. I'm I have a really shitty track record. Uh, I I know that. But if you I just know. coach, if you just put me in, I'm gonna all right. Sh- I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a shot. Here's okay. your third song. All right. Don't say it. I won't say it, but I've covered the song in a band before. Me too. Unfortunately. They are from Australia. Go ahead, Mike. The lead singer is Daniel Johns. What do you got for me? The name of the band is Silverchair. Name of the song? Oh, fuck, I don't remember. Fat Boy. I'm trying to remember. We can go make it. We can make it to the course. It's very... Silver chair tomorrow. Tomorrow? Tomorrow, yeah. I didn't know that. But I remember it was a big hit. There's a big build up, man. Let's get some. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a. They're okay. I do remember they won a contest. That's how they got this. They got big. They won some song. They won like a song contest in Australia with that song. Yeah. And then that song, like, you know, they got signed. Let's make a good dubstep song. Yeah, there's a little. I don't know. I think a better dubstep song would have been that uh, that Alice in Chains song, dude. There's some pretty grooving stuff in that chorus. You don't know what you're talking about. I know exactly what I'm talking about. I've been doing this shit for 45 years. <laughs> I've, been, I've, I've been doing this since you were in diapers, son. I've been making gold records when you were in diapers. I've been doing this podcast since you were in diapers. I was doing this podcast while you were still sucking on your mother's tits. tits. I was doing this podcast <laughs> back when you were jerking off to Sears catalogs. Well, what's the Sears catalog, Dad? Exactly. I used to go to the bra section. Oh, snap. I did, Washingtonian used to have some uh, risque stuff in the back, uh, as I recall. All right, song number one. Two, three. Hey, remember the beginning of the Billy Joel song where he goes, Four. A one, a two, a one, two, three, four. Can you play that real quick? I heard that. I heard that. It was in the end of the movie. I saw the movie Trainwreck. And at the end, at for the longest time. Oh. For the longest If you say goodbye to me tonight. You know, another one I always thought was funny was, uh, oh. 
Fuck, I'm trying to remember. You know what? I used to sit next to this girl, and at work, we... Uh, Hell, it must have been really hot. What she looked like. <laughs> oh, man, it was so hot. What was she wearing? Oh, man. <laughs> It'd just be funny, because we both had so much sense of humor, so I'd, I, it, during the course of any given day, one or the other person could just start going, a one, a two, a one, two, three, four. And we both start laughing. I don't think we even need to listen to it. It's just as good. Fuck yeah! Rainbow in the dark. Vivian Campbell on guitar. This is that keyboard part though, it's kind of cheesy. Hey Chad, you got a big game coming out this week against Stoner High. Are you excited? Dude, it's not Stoner High. Oh, what's the name of it, bro? I forgot. Stonebrook. We're up against the Stillwater Warriors. Dude, you're totally going to rush for like 50 yards at least. Hey, you guys going to get high after the game? Totes. <laughs> we didn't say totes back in the 80s. Hey, we'd say totally, dude. Sweet. Hey, man, did you hear uh, Van, Shaw, ha- Van, Van Halen broke up? No way. Yeah, bro. But good news, man. Totally they got Sammy Hagar, dude. From Montrose, he's gonna I be really fucking like singing. It. Yeah, man, it's gonna be fucking sweet. Hey, by the way, you should check out this movie, Back to the Future. It's fucking awesome. Hey, speaking of Sammy Hagar, I feel like he's never gonna die. Oh yeah, he's like eighty years old. Wasn't he old back in the eighties? Like thirty? I feel like if I drink enough tequila, at some point Sammy Hagar would just show up in my house. Like if you drink like that's your hallucination. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like my friend, if you my drink enough tequila, you'll start seeing Sammy Hagar. Yes. With his like red glasses, like, hey man, how's it going, man? One, two, three, lockbox. Hey, do you mind if we uh, if I play some kicking tunes on your piano right now? My friend uh, did this. Uh, what drug is it? What's a sleeping drug? Uh, Ambien. Like, if you drink and do Ambien, sometimes people will see a walrus. Isn't that weird? How specific? Why is why a walrus? I don't know. He told me. I think it's just a power of suggestion. One person said it. So this is what you see when you take these two things together. Well, my and friend then, uh, it's definitely. It's a power of suggestion. My friend told me he my saw friend. the walrus. He he, uh, he danced with the walrus. The ambient walrus. Why is my my cell phone working in your house? What the fuck? I even never, this is a uh, bunker. So the guy that plays guitar it's in this the song is Vivian Campbell, who now plays with Def Leppard. Superman can't see through these walls. That's why. That makes a lot of sense. For once. That makes a lot of sense. You do what you wanna do. I leave it all up to you. Sammy Hagar. I'll fall in love again. The hot love going cold. It's a catchy little ditty. I like to thank Mike for coming over and hanging out and Talking about nothing really as I listen back. I like to say, nice big fuck you to Axel Rose. And I hope you guys got excited about the $5 Shake reunion tour. I'm excited for it. It's the only, you only live once mentality, right? Why say no when you can say yes? You can you can come up with a million excuses why not to do something. I'm not gonna do that anymore. Just 
matter of fact, I am going to become the ringleader for excitement from here on out. In case I haven't already achieved that for you in your life. I hope I've added an element of entertainment to your life. That would make me happy. Once again, thanks, Mike. Thanks to the listeners of Blue Days. Thanks to Spotify for fueling this podcast with the fantastic musical choices by me, Jumpin' Jack Chad. It's jumpinjackchad.com. Jumpin' without the G. Download for free. That was quite cool. I didn't even rehearse that. Maybe I did a little bit. Next week, I hope to have the regular cast of characters in tow with me next week. Bowtie Joe, Marsha, Laura. Maybe we can get Elizabeth and Colette even to come over. Be nice to each other. 